Welcome to The Behaviorist with Work Wisdom, where we help you adapt high-performance mindsets, behaviors, communication, and culture. I'm your host, Sarah Colantonio. Our intention for The Behaviorist podcast is to share accessible, concrete practices that you can weave into your whole life to begin a shift toward joy and meaningful achievement. Today, we're turning our focus on psychological capital, or cap, and we're grateful to have Kedron Crosby. Hi, Kedron. Hi, Sarah. The first question I wanted to ask you is foundational. Why is SciCap meaningful to you? Tell me a little bit about your story. What led you to dive so deeply and passionately into this area? Yeah, I really did. I I dove very deeply (laughs) and passionately. I, I have always found organizational behavior to be really fascinating that when we're thinking about what makes a successful company, it's not necessarily strategy, it's not necessarily human resources, it's not necessarily business model, uh, but it's more the organizational behavior. So those are things like their mindsets, their habits, their culture, how they communicate, how they collaborate. Those are the features Mm. that make an organization really successful. Mm -hmm. So that field in academia is called organizational behavior. And it was probably about five years ago that I fell in love with positive organizational behavior, Mm -hmm. which takes organizational behavior, in my opinion, a step further and really elevates it by merging it with the work of positive psychology. So I had always enjoyed um, Martin Seligman's book, Flourish, and the idea of positive psychology and how we can use our mindsets to become the best version of ourselves. Uh, And so when I learned that positive psychology had legs in the world Mm -hmm. of organizational behavior, I was elated. Mm. In the 1990s, I was obsessed with appreciative inquiry, which has a lot of the same um, optimism Mm. and hope that's baked into the methodology where you're using questions to help people discover what's already good Um, expand upon that, to really dream together, to design together. And so positive organizational behavior just felt like a very natural next step for me. So in the world of positive organizational behavior, um, basically the father of positive organizational behavior is a man named Fred Luthens. And As far as I know, most everyone in that world, POB, are just, are academics. I don't want to say just academics. (laughs) We're all adjuncts at Work Wisdom, but we see ourselves more as applied positive organizational behaviorists where we're taking all the research, all of these amazing journal articles, and translating them for the general public making them accessible and sticky and mm-hmm. as helpful as possible. So so Fred Luthens and a couple of his fellow researchers invented this idea of PSYCAP, 
psychological capital, which goes beyond human capital, which goes beyond social capital, to this idea of um, helping organizations become their best possible self. And, and it's really measurable and research-based, and they have focused in on four concrete dimensions uh, of psychological capital, which we have been intentional, but maybe quiet about how we go about weaving that into our practice. So that that's actually what I was going to ask next. What's the definition of psychological capital or psychap? How are you defining this exactly? Well, I will I will tell you how Fred Luthens defines okay. it. Um, so he really talks about it as psychap is an individual's positive psychological state uh, of development that's characterized by having confidence. And he talks about okay. that as efficacy, that idea that you can make change, mm-hmm. that you can put forth effort and that you will see results accordingly. So the first part is having this confidence or efficacy um, to take on and put in the effort, and then you'll succeed accordingly. The second part is, is he calls it making a positive attribution, which is really optimism um, about how to succeed now and in the future. So taking on that attitude of optimism The third part is persevering toward goals and when necessary, redirecting your goals in order to succeed. Mm -hmm. And we call that hope. Mm -hmm. So how can we build in hope to a leader, to a team, to an organization? And then that fourth part of PSYCAP has to do with when there are challenges, when we have adversity how do we bounce back? Um, and we call that resiliency. Yeah. So PSYCAP has these four concrete dimensions. You know, we would translate that into just very accessible terms like first and foremost, confidence, mm-hmm. which is really efficacy. If I put forth effort, can I see results? The second one is optimism. How do I get to that place where I feel like Either way, we're going to be okay. I'm going to land on my feet. Um, The third part is hope that we can redirect our paths to get to that place of of feeling that the future is going to be a positive place. And then the fourth is resiliency, Mm. bouncing back. How do we bake that into our behaviors, our mindsets, our culture? Okay, so that is really fascinating. What what would be some concrete tools, practices that organizations can adopt to move towards more psychological capital? Well, Fred Luthens and the researchers have a variety of interventions. They they have measured how you can go into an organization, deliver, he calls them micro interventions, a two hour session where you're building resilience or hope or optimism or efficacy. And so he has a variety of ways that you can help people um, 
set goals, um, become more optimistic. In terms of uh, efficacy, the one that I find to be most helpful in terms of confidence slash efficacy is redirecting the locus of control Mm. as close to the individual as possible. So when an individual has the ability to make decisions about their effort in and then watch how Mm. that moves the needle on the effort out, the results, they grow in that efficacy or that confidence. Uh, I'm just even thinking about a, a newer member of our team at Work Wisdom who came perhaps uh, with less uh, confidence mm-hmm. um, because of some experiences that she had been through. And the way that we infused efficacy in her is giving her as much control as possible mm-hmm. with some bumpers to yeah. guide mm-hmm. guide um, the behavior and the outcomes. And then allowing her to watch those results come about and then letting her own those results and then giving her another assignment that, again, had that locus of control as close to her as possible Mm -hmm. with bumpers so she would succeed, Um, some guidance, some coaching, and then allowing her to own those results. So in terms of confidence and efficacy, I, I think that's the key. Yeah, I uh, thinking about work wisdom. I actually looking at those descriptors of psychop. I, it makes me think of work wisdom, which is really good. Uh, even the notion that everybody on the team has so much of the locus of control about what they want to do and what they want to explore and see it grow. You know, just thinking about authentic communication being something so important to me, and how through work wisdom I've been able to work with it even more. And I think that's really exciting. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, a second part of PSYCAP is this notion of hope. How do we build hope? And of course, we're interested in how do we build hope into leaders or teams or entire Mm -hmm. systems. One way that Fred Luthen suggests is he calls them stretch goals. or he also talks about stepping. Okay. Were you going to say something? About I just stretch like goals? that idea. Stretch, stretch <laughs> the stretch goals. goal. Yeah, yeah. And so we use the Procter and Gamble language around mm. winning aspiration. Okay. So from from the book Playing to Win, this idea that if we don't name what winning looks mm-hmm. like, we're never going to win. Yeah. So we need to. Think about it in terms of what is high altitude, Mm -hmm. what is possible, but not probable. Mm -hmm. And so I think Fred Luthens would say that's a stretch goal. Um, And we talk about it as a winning aspiration. So that does build hope into an organization. And and I don't know how many winning aspirations (laughs) we've helped individuals and organizations come up with. Our winning aspiration, of course, is we revolutionize achievement. Mm -hmm. And that does build some hope. Uh, Luthen suggests that another way to build hope is he calls it stepping. So that's a technique in which goals are broken down into smaller, simpler sub goals. Um, He also talks about 
re-goaling if if you're not achieving a goal. Um, he talks about doing a lot of mental rehearsing in order to overcome obstacles. So those are ways that he talks about in terms of building hope. Uh, the, the third element of PSYCAP optimism, one way that I think we can really build optimism is around looking into our past and um, seeing how we have been successful in, in the past, mm-hmm. thinking about times uh, when things were challenging and when we landed on our feet anyhow, mm-hmm. uh, thinking about what our powers are that we can lean into so that we can succeed. So there are a lot of ways to build hope. Um, the, the last part of this is PSYCAP and in PSYCAP is resiliency. And so I often think the, the best way to build resiliency is to reframe challenges using growth mindset um, using cognitive restructuring so that we can see the challenging times that we've gone through as, in fact, strengthening. Yeah. So I really like the work of Bill George around authentic leadership, and he talks so much about digging into your past and seeing what your crucibles were, those times when we were melted yeah. and reformed, and and you know that idea that on a piece of metal, you know, wherever the weld is, that's the strongest part. So trying to notice that our brokenness and where, where we were wounded, but now healed can be our, our strongest piece. So if you're, I think that's really how you start to build resiliency in an individual or a team or an organization. I love that. So we can only really change ourselves, and sometimes that's even pretty challenging. Can you tell me one practice that you would encourage our listeners to adopt for themselves that would most significantly improve their psychap or psychological capital? I would take it back to appreciative inquiry. I know I'm showing my age here, but (laughs) I think when we use our words to ask each other, what's going well here? Mm. What was a time um, that we nailed it? Mm. Why was that? Mm -hmm. Uh, Being as curious uh, as possible about where we're already strong and then expanding from there, I think that helps us to become the best versions of ourselves. I think that ends up uh, creating positive organizational behavior. So mm. adopting appreciative inquiry, that curiosity, the storytelling of, of what our strengths are, I think th- mm. that would be the number one thing I would encourage people to do. I'm so grateful for you uh, being part of this movement, helping others in the workplace to enhance their individual and collective team performance. Thank you so much for sharing about this. Thank you listeners for downloading The Behaviorist. We hope you'll subscribe. Please reach out to us through our website, workwisdomllc.com. You can enjoy Work Wisdom Press and productions. You can ask questions and suggestions of topics you'd like to explore in future episodes. As is our custom, we'll leave you with One Minute Wisdom by Anthony DeMillo. To a disciple who was forever complaining about others, the master said, 
If it is peace you want, seek to change yourself, not other people. It is easier to protect your feet with slippers than to carpet the whole of the earth.